everybody. Hey. <laughs> Welcome to Here Are My Edges, a Beyonce podcast. Um, we are back for another episode. We are a little bit late. Um, that is because I had to tell the studio, uh, let's go little kitty cat because uh, <laughs> I can do this by myself at home. We have recorded this episode or tried, we've recorded this episode in full one time. We tried to record the episode a second time. Uh, so this will be our third time, but we are going to do it because we're going to do it for the queen. Uh just in case you want to know who you're talking to, my name is Ellen, and I'm feeling uh, so good off of uh, Destiny Chi- Destiny's Child second album. Uh, I'm just in a good mood. It's light. My mother-in-law's here. I love her. Uh, I get paid tomorrow. I'm just in a, you know, I'm just in a good mood. Who are you and how you feeling today? I am Marisha. I'm feeling very uh, hold up today. Ooh. Um, that's just been my vibe lately. Like, I just, I don't know. I just, every time I'm walking or whenever I'm doing something, it's just playing in the back of my head. It's following me. So, yeah. It's springtime, so yellow. I get it. Yes. I understand. Yeah. Uh, we always kick this show off with a welcome. Uh, so, we're going to, of course, First and foremost, welcome Beyonce. Uh, welcome Jay-Z. Oh, a very special welcome to Jay-Z this week uh, for getting yeah. that little, or having your lawyers get that little boy um, with the whole Pledge of Allegiance situation off. You know, Jay, if, I, if I'm if i ever in trouble, I want Jay-Z's lawyers, period. Absolutely. Only the best. Uh, welcome to the babies. Welcome to uh, Queen Bee number two. Welcome to Miss Tina. Uh, welcome to the Beehive. Welcome to the casual Beyonce fan. Uh, and this week, not welcome to, I don't know, anybody who's got Beyonce's name in their mouth for no reason because she's not doing anything, so you ain't got no reason to hate. Oh, can we welcome one more person? Oh, who are we welcoming? Can we welcome Solange? Because, uh, <gasps> girl! <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. I know you couldn't see my reaction. I just jumped up and down. <laughs> yes, of course. Thank you. Welcome. You know what? Welcome, Solange. Hey, girl. Welcome back, girl. Girl. Uh, so this, is, of course, is not a Solange podcast, but this is a Beyonce podcast. Because Beyonce and Solange are sisters, that means that uh, sometimes we just get to, you know, I think actually this episode, this is appropriately themed because this episode is kind of about the people in Beyonce's life. Um, Mm -hmm. And Solange uh, dropped an album on Friday. Ooh, talk about it. And listen, I am not necessarily like in love with the album like I was with A Seat at the Table. Uh, It just feels very artsy. Like, you know, like when you go to a museum and you don't know anything that's going on. But you just like they black though, like that's 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 what it that's what it feels like, you know, for me. But uh, you know, I'm here for all of the visuals. I'm just here for seeing Solange on my timeline. She brought it in with the uh, Black Planet revitalization, yes. and then you had to call the Mike Jones number just to find out more information. Like, who are Solange you, Solange? For the culture, for the culture bro. Like, thanks, girl. We salute you. Jeez. 
Um, so yes, absolutely. Welcome, Solange. Did you what did you did you have any thoughts about the album? Okay, so I'm gonna make a confession. Um I wanna listen to half of it. Okay, ma'am. You know what? Good night. Um I so because that's a bad B. Solange is bad. I hate you and your avoidance of all things recent. Yeah, that's like a recurring thing for me, huh? (laughs) Uh, So luckily, this isn't a Solange podcast for you or else I would be taking your uh, Solange card. But this is a Beyonce podcast. And let me tell you, oh, guys, I wish y'all could have heard the first episode that we recorded. Um, Because, of course, this week, it's my turn to uh, try for Marisha's uh, B card. Mm-mm. Um, I came with a real good one the first time, you guys. I brought out the Fighting Temptations, and Marisha had no. Marisha flicked me off so many times. I was giving her all types of birds. I wish you could have seen it, but um, that's okay because I am coming equally as hard. And uh, I'll go ahead and tell you why I'm coming so hard this week. So uh, the other week, I went back to New York City. I used to live there. I go there occasionally for uh, my work job. And I got clowned, y'all. Shout out to my coworker, Erica, who listens to the show. Um, She clowned me because I have missed it twice. Now, I would just like to remind everybody that one of the times I missed, I didn't know. I knew the song. I just didn't know the title. And I don't think that really counts. Uh, But that just showed me that I need to come extra hard at Marisha uh this week so basically i'm gonna get it honestly so what you got for me man i'm kind of mad all right you ready no (laughs) yeah go ahead (laughs) okay and the quote goes tell your peoples i ain't feeling you don't call me i'll call you because cupid ain't shoot me he shot you. You playing with me. Do you know this one? No. No, girl. <laughs> you made it sound like you knew this one. <laughs> you are going to be so mad at me when you find out exactly what this is. You don't want to try and guess at it, friend. Beat it one more time for me. Okay. Tell your peoples I ain't feeling you. So what? Don't call me. I'll call you. Because Cupid ain't shoot me. He shot you. She's uh, once again flicking me off. Uh, You can't see that because this is audio. Uh, But I want you to let you know it's happening. I don't know. Is that, you don't want to even just give it a guess? No, because you stressed me out. No. No. The answer to that question, the lyric would be uh, Bugaboo, the refugee camp remix. (laughs) Where'd you you go? Talk to me for the rest of the night, bruh. Don't talk to me. <laughs> How 
dare you? <laughs> what do you mean? Whatsoever do you mean, friend? Huh? Um, I can't hear you. Uh, I think you may have knocked your computer out of place when you flipped it because uh, you lost your Beehive card. What was that? Can you throw that back to me again? Why do you hate me so much, huh? <sighs> well, you know, be better, okay? Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> and that's B with a B-E-Y. I was B just thinking that. I was like, B-E-Y, on brand. <laughs> You're so on brand. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, now that Marisha has lost her card, let's move on to Beyonce in the news. Um, now, we are definitely a little bit late with both of these pieces of news because this was supposed to be out before, but it's fine. We can talk about Beyonce anytime. Mm -hmm. um, so the first piece of news was that apparently Beyonce and Travis Scott are working together. So excited for that. Okay, now, I love me some Travis Scott. And when I saw this article, I did not even realize that... It 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 took me a little minute to hit that, like, oh, like, Beyonce is from Houston. Travis is from Houston. Of mm -hmm. course they would go well together. So the article came from Vibe, uh, who was talking with Tone Stith? Tone Stith? I'm not sure. Uh, but he wrote a song called Good Company with Sway Lee and Quavo, which I've never heard of before, but apparently the people know it in the streets. And he said he originally wrote that with Beyonce and Travis in mind, uh, but they didn't, they didn't end up taking it. But that they are looking for a song that will uh, go with them together. Mm -hmm. So I'm super excited. Um, I typically like when Beyonce pairs up with people Either I wouldn't expect or actually I don't really expect anybody or Beyonce to work with anybody except Jay-Z. So anytime Beyonce is just like, I've blessed uh, someone's life by letting them work on a song with me. I'm like, oh, but I really like I really like her and Drake on mine. I really like her mm -hmm. and The Weeknd on Six Inch. I just love how Beyonce will kind of like take to their sound. Mm -hmm. Um and just make it really cool, and you just kind of get to see another side to Beyonce's artistry. So I'm really excited yeah. to see what she's going to do with Travis. I'm super excited, too, because, of course, they're both from Houston, and Houston already has its own, like, unique sound. So, like, the whole chops and screws, like... Oh! What if the whole thing was chopped and screwed? Like, I'm... That doesn't I'm even matter, because, you know, it's Houston, so as soon as it comes out, they're just going to chop and screw it anyway. Basically, like, how, like, remember how we reacted when I've Been On came out? Yes. Boy, like that. I was like, okay, Beyonce, slay me. Oh, my goodness. Did you ever listen to the chopped and screwed version of, like, the mixture of A Seat at the Table and Lemonade? No, I didn't. It was like it was called like a seat at the table sipping lemonade, I believe. When I tell you it goes so hard, I don't even like top the screw music like that, but it is amazing. I gotta send a link to you so you can listen. Yes, please. Okay, and the second piece of news is that Beyonce and Jay Z won a Brit Award. Woo! Um, I believe they won for best uh urban Yes. Best International Artist, um, which I did not realize. I, I'm so American. I was just thinking, like, 
international. What are you talking about? <laughs> yes, in Britain, they would be international. Um, so I thought it was really, really cute. Uh, they accepted the award in front of a painting of Meghan Markle, but they had, like, the whole setup, like, ape shit to where it looked like the Mona Lisa. And they turned around and accepted the award. Uh, Beyonce did most of the talking. Jay-Z was like, you're welcome. Right. You're welcome for getting access to me once again. Uh and then they turn back and look at the painting. And then just as the video's cutting out, you hear Blue Ivy in the back like, why? Why? And I Beyonce stopped. cracking up. Oh, Blue. I just... Ugh. I, I just... Family. Whatever way this is that Beyonce's on right now, where she, like, talks to us and gives us Instagram captions and accepts awards via Instagram video, thank you. Thank you, Beyonce. It's kind of concerning to me, though, because I know she's preparing Snatch Me Bald. Um, You should always I always have that concern. Let's just talk about it now. I always (laughs) have that concern because... Ever since self-titled, I'm just like paranoid. I'm like, she can drop anything anytime now. Any second. On your toes. Literally, so, yeah. the only reason I'm a little a little off my toes right now is because Solange just dropped. And Beyonce tends to be, uh, she tends to like give everybody a little bit of space. Mm-hmm. I saw, and you sent it to me as well, but I had uh, already seen it on Facebook. It was like, Solange comes and she just like <laughs> nourishes your edges and just like, massages them and just like they grow and they're they're like plentiful and then Beyonce's like bitch come here right a dynamic family <laughs> a dynamic family honestly all that shit that Solange gave you give it back I want it at my house Beyonce said lol you thought and just like <laughs> all your hard work is gone grow grow new ones grow new ones and make them make them better next time Right, it's your fault, actually, that I was able to snatch them so easy. Actually, be better. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, hashtag be better. Um, Okay, so we said that this week uh, we would be talking about the people in Beyonce's life, and that is because this week we want to cover a very special person. Yes. Um, I think maybe to explain why we were so excited about this it would be helpful to get just like a little bit of background information on Marisha and I Mm -hmm. Uh, so Marisha and I met at FAMU uh, we both uh, were studying public relations we both are in the communications field uh, doing different things but you know essentially the same thing uh, so I know personally, for me, this has always been somebody I looked up to. Um, I know for Marisha because when I saw this article come up in L, and I sent it to Marisha, Marisha answered uh, with a bunch of letters. <laughs> yeah, that was, I couldn't contain my excitement. So that was like my a visual version of my excitement. Like that—that's what it was. So um, L did an article on. Oh, God. And please, please, Jesus. I don't know if I'm saying her name completely right. I hope that I am. If I'm not, I mean, absolutely no disrespect, ma'am. Uh, Yvette Noel, sure. 
I think mm. is how you pronounce it. Um, she is Beyonce's publicist and has been Beyonce's publicist since the beginning of time. Um, I, uh, in preparation for today's episode, I went and I went and decided to just you know uh, pull a couple of of people who she also represents besides Beyonce. Um, Marisha, are you are you ready? Sure. Um, yes. So besides uh, Beyonce. Um, also, uh, either in the past or currently, she, uh, represents Mariah Carey, Mm-mm-mm. a legend, um, John Legend, uh, Adele, Will Smith, Prince, the greats, Wyclef John. Do, do you hear this list? Like, <sighs> Chloe and Hallie status man do you hear this list do you hear these people prince my nigga prince prince the prince so um obviously very important uh obviously that girl um so i i remember the first time i heard about her maybe marisha you could talk a little bit about the first time you heard about her um, but I remember in college, uh, there was a time where I thought I wanted to be a publicist. Um, so I was looking up different celebrities, publicists, and I looked up Tia and Tamara's. And because I was like obsessed with Tia and Tamara, so I wanted to know who did it. So I found them, and then I was like, who else do I love? Beyonce. So I looked up Beyonce, and I found Yvette, and I just stayed like stuck on her. And I have been ever since. There was a time where I found her Instagram. When I found her Instagram, I was like, period. Uh, <laughs> immediately followed. Immediately followed. Stalked that whole woman's life. Whenever Yvette posts, it's right at the top of my timeline. Because, like, I'm always looking at what she's doing uh, and where she's at. What about you for you, Marisha? Do you remember so the first had- time? Yes, I actually had to think about this because I was like, I remember there was a specific point. Um, I used to really want to be a publicist. Um, I was really intrigued by entertainment PR. And I remember looking up um, black women who were publicists in the industry. And she was one of the people who popped up. And I was like, oh, hey, girl, how's it going? And back in the day, I used to be super bold. Like, if I found an email address, I would just flat out email that person. Did you email that lady? No, I did not. Okay. <laughs> but back in the day, like I said, I was bold. Like, I would literally, oh, email? I'll just email them. But I didn't email her. But that's, that was when I first found out about her. I think I was probably, like, maybe, I know I was in college, so maybe, like, freshman, sophomore year-ish. You know what? Now that you say that, it just hits me that I did email Tia and Tamara's publicist. Wow, see? I did email them like, hey, do you guys have internships? But then when I got to Yvette, I was like, no, I don't. <laughs> no, no I don't. <laughs> I, should, I should not. I should not do this. <laughs> so Yvette was uh, featured in L, looking absolutely fabulous. Um, this little green jumpsuit, stunning. Um, actually life. And I so enjoyed like the actual article itself Mm -hmm. um the article was written by carrie batten and carrie batten did a really good job i felt like 
um, capturing Yvette and everything about her and kind of giving us an insight into, uh, you know, her work life and a little bit into Beyonce without it actually, like, being too much about Beyonce or even, um, you know, giving away too much information. Like, I don't feel like it was like an expose yeah, I was going to say, I feel like this article definitely captured, like, really great nuggets of, like, who Eva is professionally and personally. It was really well done. So, uh, let's talk about some of the things that stuck out to you. Yeah. What okay. What were some what were some parts that you were just like, either, ooh, I just learned something, or Eva is really that girl, or... Beyonce is just everything. What what stuck out to you, friend? So I know you mentioned it earlier, but the fact that she represented Mariah Carey was like a standout moment to me because I also stand for Mariah. You sure um, do. Like, y'all, I love me some Mariah Carey. And I was just like, wow, she so she deals with the powerhouses. That really speaks a lot to her character and her work ethic because these are people who are always on 10. So it's just like, if you're a person who's always on 10, imagine what Yvette, she's literally, if you're at point A, she's probably at point J. So like really being able to like strategically think and uh, cater to her clients, that was super um, insightful. Um, just based on the fact that Mariah Carey she's to represent. I'm like, oh, okay, girl. So you you do the thing. And she awesome. started with Mariah Carey. Like, that was That's her first it. one. Like, out the gate. Here's Mariah. What? <laughs> Y'all, I want to quit. I would have been like, oh, no. Give it to somebody else, not me. Um, but that was something that definitely stuck out to me. Um, another thing that stuck out was the fact that uh, Miss Tina spoke about i guess they're speak really about it girl this like really close like family bond that they have and i'm trying to find the exact quote um but miss tina kind of talks about how uh i got it was, oh you do okay go ahead she's one of the most trusted people in my family's life that speaks volumes girl i just think about, like, your own personal life. Like, if my mama was to say, this is a person who is most trusted in my family's life, that means every single one of us trust her. Miss Cena said that when something's going on, she is the first person that she emails. Mm-hmm. That is big trust. It is. And to have big trust from somebody's fam, somebody's superstar family at that because, I mean, there's not just Beyonce. There's also Solange. There's also Jay-Z. There's also um, the vampire, Bianca. Like, there's... there's <laughs> that girl does not age. You know, like... There's, <laughs> there's levels to this. So for, like, the whole family to be like, this is a woman who knows what she's doing. This is a woman who knows her stuff. And we all trust her with everything. That's goals. Honestly, that's that is career goals and that's just life goals. It really is. And I think another thing that really stuck out to me kind of talking about her career goals, just like the way she maneuvered throughout her career is super inspiring. Um, I know so? that 
I know the article said by 2010, she was a senior vice president at Sony. And at that point, she was ready to venture out on her own. So she used those connections and kind of formed her own firm. And then the clients went with her. Yeah. They were like, she leaving? Girl. Oh, okay. Bye. To leave? You know you have to be good when you're like, hey, guys, so I've decided that I'm going to leave this big corporation with all of these dollars and monies and connections and I'm going to start my own thing. And for all, because two, did it say when exactly she did? It was post-2010. That really doesn't matter. It was post-2010. So that means that all of these people at this point are established and superstars. And for them to go, yeah, it's fine. We will follow you wherever you go. Yes. And the article noted that two people who did follow her were Beyonce and Prince. And it's Beyonce. <laughs> That's like, what? That's crazy. But yeah, those are some key things that really stuck with me. And I was like, oh, I really, I really look up to her as like a hashtag PR goals because she really is. She's out here doing it. She really is. Talking about out here doing it. So the article starts off with. Uh, the reporter talking about the very first time that she met her. Um, it was on the run. Was it two? Yeah, on the run to in L.A. She was running late because of L.A. traffic. She's like out of breath, like running towards the stand. The ticket booth is closed. And who is standing there? Yvette. With her tickets in a name on the envelope. Hands them to her. And then just like disappears into like the how how and then later on in the article it says that she had she keeps notes about like every interaction that she has with everyone and she wrote down that moment from that day what That's so intuitive like what and that is why Beyonce and Prince followed her because yeah. clearly she knows what she's doing. I thought it was very interesting to find that she keeps all of her information in binders mm. in her office and everything is sectioned off by tour and she knows everything that happened with each one of those things and she takes all of the notes that she can and like puts it into these things so that she can just continue to be good at her job. Who does that? It's literally insane. Greatness on greatness. Like, like, like you can't be great with mediocre people behind you. Beyonce clearly knows what she's doing. Beyonce's clearly put her career in the right hands. Mm-hmm. However, this also showed me that, um, you know, security, <laughs> security at Parkwood Entertainment must be tight. Because for you to be keeping all this information in binders, that means there's probably, like, a lock on your office, but not just, like, a regular lock. You probably have to unlock it and then, like, put your hand on, like, a scanner. Yeah. <laughs> I was just going to say, they probably have, like, technology that we see in movies, like the futuristic movies. She that sure enough, like, public. moves over and puts her yeah. eye in front of this thing and then it scans. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I truly believe And then it. once you hit all those steps, then you can come into the office. It said that you sign an NDA the moment you come in the door. That makes me wonder the kind of, I guess, clearance and or screening that the, the writer of this article had to get. They probably knew everything. 
they probably knew who she went to prom with. Uh, right. They probably knew the first time she ever told a secret. Uh, they probably knew what she ate for breakfast on March 24th, 1994. Like, they just they just know it. They just know it all. They just know. It's like they have a little file on you. They know. They, uh, so that was um, just talking about, you know, the kind of organization um, and the kind of seriousness you should take when you are in a position where you're representing some of the biggest names, some of the biggest brands in the world, and how to, you know, keep yourself so that you are matching that level and continuing to take them higher. Awesome. Love how secretive they are. I love that her husband will be like, y'all dropped an album? <laughs> right. He's like, no, let's do us part. And he's over here like, so... He said he feels like sometimes he's dating the head of the CIA, which honestly, <laughs> honestly, you know, we're sitting here as the beehive, like looking for signs on Beyonce.com, looking for signs on her Instagram posts like, oh, she used this many numbers. It must mean this is coming at this time or this is the name of her next single. And meanwhile, Yvette and all of them already got it figured out and they're just sitting back. They're having a good little laugh. Because <laughs> not even her husband knows. Not even her husband knows. <sighs> Phenomenal. Um, another thing that personally stood out for me uh, was just how cool it is that uh, it's clear that Beyonce, you know, gives a good work-life balance and that carries on over to, you know, everybody else who works for her. Mm -hmm. um, she was talking about when Lemonade came out and she was actually at a wedding, um, but they were going to announce that it was coming on HBO and Prince had just died. So she was waiting, just a respect, man. She was waiting for Prince to like be fully cremated and like that whole situation to be done before they announced the HBO trailer. Mm. Um, once they actually did that, or once that happened, she said she got the the text message that it was done. But the like bride of the wedding that she was attending came out and she just put her phone down. I was like, we'll get to that later. And Beyonce will understand that because she understands how important family and love is. And I was like, mm. how dope is that? Right. Because I know, I mean, obviously it's Beyonce and Beyonce is one of the biggest superstars in the world. So I know, I know. And I mean, she even touches on, you know, actually uh, talking about self-care and um, doing a lot and I know that you know managing Beyonce must take a lot she is the biggest star in the world and I don't say that as a stan I say that because that is facts, facts. Um, <laughs> there's very few people who are on the level of Beyonce so I know that it must take a lot to um, actually handle her career I know that there must be a lot of late nights um, and a lot of Maybe not even necessarily worrying, although for me it would be worrying. But, um, you know, there's there's a lot of work and process that goes into that. But for um, Beyonce to give her the space and then she also to have 
you know, the ability to take time away when those moments are special. That actually just made me love Beyonce even more because it's like, you're not even cruel. Like, you're not even cruel with your superstardom. Like, you are a nice person and you make sure that that goes across to everybody. Exactly. Um, so I don't think that there is any... Oh! I was just scanning through the article to make sure that I did not forget. But I think last but not least, we can hit on the uh, very last thing, which kind of took me by surprise. Apparently, she answers her DMs. Well, hello. So she was talking about how how much she loves to be high, which, you know, I'm just going to take that as she loves me. Thanks, yeah. girl. Thank you. <laughs> but that... um. You know, she interacts with the beehive and she actually answers her DMs. And I'm just like, I could have DM'd her the whole time. Now, I am not going to DM this woman. I'm not going to do it, okay? I'm not going to do it. If Yvette wants to DM me um, so that I can tell her how much I love and adore her, I quite act, quite simply, Ellen. Hello. (laughs) No, I'm I'm just kidding. But, um... You know, I'm not going to jump in the... I'm not going to do that. Just because I respect her so much. And I just... I don't ever want to say anything wrong. And I just adore her. But the fact that she is so open to uh, the beehive and open to hearing what they have to say and that she just clearly loves them and that there's this whole, like, reciprocal love and adoration for uh, both Beyonce's fans and then for the fans for her, I think that's really sweet. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um, okay, so that was the article. I was so glad Elle did a wonderful job covering it. I was so glad that we got to peep uh, just a little bit into, you know, her life and her work life. Um, is there any any last words that you want to say? Um, I just want to say that, Yvette, if you're listening, we hope you are. We truly appreciate you. Yes. Um, as PR girls, as Beyonce fans, we truly appreciate everything that you do. Um, and I want to be like you when I grow up. So, yeah. Um, can you say that again for the people in the back? The people in the back are me. <laughs> yes, I, Yvette, if you ever hear this for whatever reason, <laughs> if you ever hear this, um, I am such a big fan of what you do. Uh, like I said, in the beginning, we've been following you for years. You are such an awesome person. And like Marisha said, I want to be you when I grow up. Uh, everything that I do in my current PR life, you know, I want to strive to make sure that I can can be on a level of, of giants like you one day. Mm-hmm. And with that said, I think we can go ahead and get on out of here, Marisha. I think maybe we actually have a show this time, Marisha. Yes, we got a show, y'all. Well, so, Marisha, if the people want to keep up with us, if they want to talk to us more, if they want to give us suggestions, we actually got a really good suggestion from a listener, um, and I'm going to shout her out when we actually do it. Um, But if you have any suggestions, go ahead, add us, DM us, let us know. Uh, Marisha, where should they do that at? Where can they find us? So you all can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Here Are My Edges. Yes. Uh, and we will be seeing you guys in two weeks. Bye. Bye.